What's going on? I'm Jamie Michael Joseph. This is the Strategy and Conversions podcast. And once again, it's great to say I'm joined by Mark Tanner. Hi there. How's everything with you? What's new? Um, yeah, good. Thanks. Good. Um, what's new? I've taken on a couple of, um, uh, I've got a couple of more coaching opportunities that I've co- coaching projects that I'm involved in. Um, helping that's those are it's charity work, a lot of it, but uh, yeah, just help me helping people along in their very yeah various situations are it's, it's it is around um debt and managing their finances but yeah it's coaching them as opposed to doing anything for them but just trying to help them through the rough times they get into it's, it's such a big area isn't it like finance yeah. you know personal finance and stuff like that i think um you know we'll, we'll probably get into a lot of kind of business finance in in some of the, the episodes coming up uh, yeah. but i think personal finance is, is just as important and, it, and it's something that we, we never really get taught, do we? I mean, you know, you go back to school and then, you know, I mean, even if you kind of look to go online or anything like that, it's, you know, the actual information, there's so much information out there, but the good stuff, the stuff that you actually need to know, it, yeah. it's quite simple once you know it, but it's actually getting that information first, you know, like you so said, sometimes you just need the, the helping hand, sometimes you need a coach. Yeah. Yeah, mate, yeah. that's great to hear. That's, that's all good. Yeah, yeah. I think the, the financial side, you're right. I think school... It's getting better, but it's still there's a long way to go uh, on, on money management and understanding credit cards and all this kind of stuff because they're still around. And you know, things like payday loans and how they how they can crucify you within about two weeks if you're not careful. <laughs> it's, yeah, I mean it's insane. It's scandalous, and you know the, the times we live in today, it should never be that way, right? I mean, yeah, you know, and you know, I, and again, you know, coming up on the podcast, you know, in um, you know, in in the next few weeks and stuff like that we'll flip it on its head and be the other way of saying, look, make more money. <laughs> you know, yeah, like yeah. The opportunity is out there. The, the technology yeah. is out there. You know, th- there's no excuse really to not stop making some extra cash, you know, yeah, as long as you're willing to put in a bit of work and stuff like that, then it, it's all there for you. Yeah. Um, but yeah, look, obviously we, we um, had the podcast last week. We, we got back on it. Um, lots of uh, messages just to say like, you know, it's great to have you guys back and stuff like that. And a lot of messages about yourself and that make people, you know, happy to see you in um in good health and stuff like that, which is is awesome. Brilliant. You know, our, our listeners around the world, I think it was like you know, I can't remember how many it was now, thirty countries and stuff like that. You know? Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. You know, it, it's good to be back, and you know, as always, look, reach out to us if there's anything that you want discussed on, you know, the podcast and stuff like that. Uh, but I think just to um pick things up from the, from the last one, we're gonna run through two things on on this podcast, right? and and for. You know, our, our long-term listeners and anyone new listening, you know, you, you'll get to figure out quite quickly that nothing is scripted, nothing is planned. <laughs> we we kind of jump on, we, we just hit record and, and we start talking. And start, yeah. we, we look at a topic beforehand, you know, so we might say, okay, look, you know, this has happened recently, maybe an event in the news, maybe something's gone on, or we take a subject of business. We haven't done that this week. I've kind of just jumped in because there's two yeah. things that I'm going to talk about. Um, so yeah, Mark's in the dark as much as everyone else. Um, so yeah, we'll see what happens with that. But the first point um, I want to talk about is following on from from last week. The second point is such a big business and life lesson. And you'll love this. When I get into it, you'll love it because you're just like, you know, I, I know it's what you're all about and stuff like that. But we'll, we'll get into that shortly. Um, but following on then from, from last week, we spoke about the whole kind of work and health balance, right? I mean, yeah. just, just massive, just obviously looking after yourself, looking after your health and, and stuff like that. I mean, that there, I think we, we can't stress that enough. You know, that whole kind of work-life balance makes perfect sense. 
but go further into it, the work health balance is really health, what's yeah. about. You know? Yeah. So that whole kind of thing of, of looking after yourself, I think that it's great to kind of talk about taking time out for yourself as well. So mm-hmm. I know you, you talked about it last week about, you know, walking and, and health, like doing stuff for health, but just stuff for, for your kind of, uh, maybe I want to say mental health, but just your 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 kind of, you know, your mentality and stuff like that, like mm-hmm. taking time out for you and, and just about finding different thing, things to do. And I know we, we spoke about before for me, I love TV, I love series and, and movies and stuff like that. It it is my my kind of escape. Yeah. But the brain is always working, you know. And I know we've spoke about it before with, you know, different series series where it's like um, you know, breaking bad, there's business lessons in there. Be- better call soul, there's sales lessons yeah, in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? And 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 stuff like that. So yeah, I just want to kind of touch on like finding stuff to but basically stuff that you enjoy to do. I'm, I'm finding time to actually schedule it in to do it. Yeah, definitely. And I think that's something I was taught a, a while back, that if it's not on the calendar, you won't do it. And I remember thinking, well, I'm not going to put in having a, you know, playing a game of whatever it is. I'm not going to put it in my calendar. But it's just that uh, that old adage of um, all work and no play makes Jack a dull boy. And it's, it's if you're constantly thinking about, I'll say think about it, because I know sometimes we are thinking about it, even if we're playing around with stuff. But if you're constantly doing, um, yeah, you, you you can and yeah, you can become uh, quite dull. And I think that um, I think it was um, I can't remember which coach it was followed, but basically said um, I think it was Darren Hardy actually. So if you're going to spend time with your family, and you haven't written in your diary that you're going to have family time, you'll let other stuff get in the way, and you think and you think, but that's it. Sounds like it's too. Everything sounds it's too rigid and too structured. But like I said last week, that it's discipline that sets you free. You say, right, I'm going to spend this evening and it's going to be family time. And then that becomes that that family time thing takes on whatever you want to do in that family time. But you can say, right, no work, phones off, whatever. It's family time. And all of a sudden you can start enjoying your kid, you know, playing around with your kids or um, having a chat with wife and friends or whatever, going out for a meal, watching a film. Anything that you find that you enjoy, it doesn't matter what it is, you know. Uh, I love watching films and stuff as well, and I, 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 I do spend a lot more time watching telly and watching films than I ever used to because I always thought that I used to think, Oh, that's bad, can't do that, gotta be working, gotta be reading books on this and books on that. You think, No, 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 you need that time out, so it's sticking that in your calendar, it gives you that it means that you're gonna, you really are gonna look at it and say, Okay, it's. It's five o'clock or whatever now. I'm going to down tools. I'm now going to spend some family time before I may maybe carry on working into the evening. But that 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 depends. It I depends on how you are. It. I think that's exactly what what I was I was meaning to get at there is that, that there's the whole kind of hustle mentality. You yeah. know, it's like you know you should be hustling all the time. You know, you should um you shouldn't watch TV and stuff like that because you should be working. And I think there's that there is that line. You know, where for for me. I've always been th- this pusher of look, work hard, but in a smart way, right? Is that mm-hmm. if you need to sprint, you sprint, right? But yeah. you can sprint the marathon. So it's like you, you need exactly. to like, yeah. obviously break it down and, and do things for you, right? There's no no reason why you can't go all in for an hour, you know, on what you need to do and, and stuff like that, you know, rather than it, you know, you you spending the whole day doing it, you know, that there's yeah. no reason. And it's like if you've done the jobs, you know, if you you've got those wins for the day, th- those wins count. You know, you don't need to complete everything today. 
So no, it's, yeah. it's like, you know, you can you can smash through it and, and obviously get into to what you need to do there. But that whole kind of hustling thing, I do think you have to flip it on on its head sometimes as well. And I think the amount of people that I've I've spoken with, you know, over the years where they might say things like, oh, I don't work Fridays or oh, I only work four hours a day or something like that. When you actually break it down and you go, well, you have no customers. You, exactly. you have yeah. no business. It's like, yeah. So you're saying that you, you don't, you know, you, you don't work Mondays or you don't work Fridays, but really you don't work at all. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You don't have yeah. the clients, right? So really you do need to take some of that time to get the wheels moving to, to get that kind of foundation that you do have enough clients then to support you being able to take Fridays off. Yeah, exactly. And I think that's that's the problem. Is you know, and again, other coaches have, uh, and this society has become a very, very much we want it all now. And so when we read these books like the four hour work week and all this kind of stuff, you say, Oh yeah, I'd love to do that now. So, no, you can do it. Aim for it by all means. Have that as a strategy run. I want to get to a four-hour work week. What do I need to put in place to get to make that happen? And it could mean that to start with, you you have that you you have that in mind as a goal. And you think, right? I need to I need to. And you again, we were talking strategies. This is our big thing, isn't it? You don't just say, right, I'm going to go and work and do this. You think, right, okay. If I want to do that, what does that mean? How many clients have I got to have? What kind of income do I need to be getting? Um, uh, what do I need to be doing to get them or someone else who's going to be working with me? If I'm going to have a team of people, how much how much profit do I need to be making to be able to employ a team? So it's all that thinking. Just just to get to this one thing, I want the four-hour work, the four-hour work week. There's a huge amount of stuff that you have to think about. Right. Let's that's the that's the top desire. It's, it's more than a goal. That's the desire. And then you start going down and say, right, okay. What have we got to do? And then nailing it right down and say, what can I do today to start that in three years' time or two years' time, I'll get, I'll reach this desire. Desire is such a great word, isn't it? I mean, yeah. That, that's what it's all about. And yeah, it, it, like you said, people want it now. I think for, for most people, or at some point it, it gets into the head, the desire is passive income. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Passive, really? Yeah. Passive income. Yeah. I mean, for, for me, passive income is amazing right? Like passive income is definitely the thing that you should be working towards, right? Now, what happens is, is that there's there's two camps. You have the whole kind of influencer, Instagram, you know, yeah. work, you know, press free buttons and you'll be a millionaire kind of passive income, right? Which is just like pointless, you know, forget that and everything. You then have the second camp who are just like, oh, passive income doesn't exist, that there's no such thing and stuff like that. And it's again, look, don't listen to them, chuck them to one side, Look at it in the middle, right? Passive income, what it really means by, by that is that you put in a bulk of effort up front, you put in, in that sprint, you know, up front to get things working to a point where it is working and you have options then. So the way I like to, to look at it with, with this is like, look, you, you, know, you, you look at a steam train or, or something like that, you know, it takes a lot of fuel to get going. You know, yeah. you're putting stuff in then, you know, as you go along, but you're not constantly putting stuff in, you're just keeping it going along. If you were to look at, um, say, property investing, you would put a, a big chunk of money, you know, out first. There's a, the big expense is first. The time commitment happens, you know, upfront as well. You have to get that property in a way which is fine then to rent out and you can rent it out. Now, you're not there every day you know, fixing things and everything like that. There may be things that go wrong. You may need a bit of maintenance along, along the way, but the bulk has been done. 
And then you get that passive income. Passive income for me means that you're not there fulfilling it all the time. You're yeah. not exchanging your time for money and all that kind of stuff. You can get paid whilst you sleep. <laughs> you know, yeah. that, that's yeah. the thing. Yeah, absolutely. And I think and I think that's that's the secret, isn't it? That um, that you'll never be able to. There'll there'll never be a time when you get to the stage where you can have passive income for the rest of your life and never have to do anything more. There's always going to be a bit of maintenance involved. But there is, like you say, it's a steam the 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 low yeah, going back to steam trains, I guess. That's the big thing. Is there's a huge amount of effort to get the frame rolling. And once it's rolling, it starts to cruise. And it's now it's now that there's far less uh, strain on the engine. It's just cruising down at a certain speed because it's got it's built up that energy that's going in. And you know, coming back to this thing that you know, but yeah, a bit sort of spiritual if you like looking at this, but money is energy, isn't it? And, and work is energy. It's the same thing. So you put a big load of work in to start with. You start getting a form uh, a payment of money, which is energy. And so that energy is now just cruising through your life. And every now and then you might want to do a little bit more. So you put in another bulk of effort and then to a, to get to a higher level of energy. But it's still then just cruising into your life. And then, as you say, choices. Choices are brilliant. You know, you have so many choices that, the, that you can take. Um, and that could be, you know, holidays it could be helping other people out it could be anything you like but the point is when you're down at this down this front right at the bottom right at the bottom you don't have the choices because you don't have the chance of passive income and do i i think the great thing there as well is like that choice that that choice is up front as well and how much commitment you want to put into it right because that mm -hmm. passive income the, the way yeah. i've kind of thought about it there is i, I go back to the days, you know, over 10 years ago when I got involved in internet marketing, it was all just to make a bit of money, right? Yeah. So it was yeah. all like a bit of affiliate marketing and stuff like that. And yeah, get paid while you sleep and stuff like that. Money would come in, but it would be, I would do a bit of work, you know, get a bit of money or, you know, you do a bit of work to set stuff up. That money continues and stuff like that. But if you go, go deep, and we always talk about this, don't we? Like different levels and stuff like that. You take Jeff um, Bezos over at uh, Amazon. I mean, you take the, the time that he put into that to get it going to now passively earning from it, you know, yeah. it, that's, that's passive income. You know, the same if, if you take the likes of, you know, I guess, you know, Bill Gates, Mark Zuckerberg, you know, all these kind of people, you know, the, the way that they kind of built the business, they, they, they put the, the grind in, they, they put the hard work in to now passively come from that or give them the choices to look at expanding Elon Musk going to space, like, you know, yeah. all this kind of stuff. It, it gives you those choices, but, you know, stripping it all back, the, the reason I'm kind of getting to this is, look, you get to choose, you know, yeah. you, you get to decide how much effort you want to put into something, how much kind of expense, how much time. And, and even then, you know, you can look to bring people into, you know, do the stuff that is going to take too much time from you to actually do it and still make money, still make the profit, which is passive income. Yeah, yeah. And and that's that's the thing, isn't it? Because the other thing is, is you read a book about something, yeah, but oh, this is uh, passive. You know, some talk about passive income. You forget, or they conveniently don't mention it. That I can't remember when Amazon was set up selling books, but Jeff Bezos set up in his garage, and it took him years and years of hard slog to get to where he was, even just a few years ago. And obviously now he's really doing well. So and people think, oh yeah, I could do that. You think, yeah, but are you willing to put in 30, 40 years probably, Amazon? Exactly, exactly. You know? that, around that, yeah. A lot of time and, and effort has gone in and failure 
for that 40 years to now be earning the kind of money, okay, yes, he's the one of the richest guys in the world, but that's 40 years he's, because he had that design. And, and, and it took him 40 years to get there. So, And some people don't make it. Some people have that design, the same as he did, and they don't get there. And um, Tim Ferriss with his four-hour work week, how long has he been working to get there? That book never mentions it. But everyone thinks, oh, yeah, for I love that. I love that. It's a great idea. And you think, yeah, okay, are you willing to put in 30 hours of 30, de- 30 years of probably quite hard work and also really frustrating work at times, you know? And if you are, great. You know, nothing wrong with that. But that's be, be real. And this is, comes back to the, um, to I guess the whole strategic plan. You know, people say, yeah, I want that. This is my desire. So then, you work it all the way back and say, right, okay, are you willing to do this much to get to there? Because if you're not, then you, you'll never get there and you'll just get frustrated. So you either drop the desire down or you just you just say, okay, I I will put the work in. Nice. Depends how strong that desire is. Doesn't it? We, we've spoke about this before within sport as well, haven't we? Like, you, yeah. you take a, a, a champion boxer, you take a oh, Premier yeah. League footballer, you know, anything like that. You take, you know, we, we've had the the women's, um, you know, football team, you know, win win the trophy, right? Yeah, it's, it's not like they just started playing last week. No, <laughs> you know, it's like they they were playing. It's that whole kind of thing of um, you take the top player and they say, yeah, but can they do it on a cold Thursday night in Stoke? You know, yeah, it, it's that right. kind of thing. You know, you take yeah. some of these people playing, you know, the muddy fields and in the rain on on a Sunday morning, you know, just to you know get get their craft to to where it needs to be to have the opportunity. To yeah. go forward and, and stuff like that and yeah, yeah I, I think it's so so much there mate there's a guy um i don't know if you ever come across this guy a guy called um alex homozy over in the states he's um he, he, he's kind of being positioned now as one of the kind of gurus right in in this space of kind of business and marketing and growth and stuff like that and he's had some gyms and that he's got a book called uh 100 million dollar offers um mate, awesome book break the guy everything he talks about i'm just nodding along like yeah 100 percent right <laughs> And he's got a lot of um, YouTube videos. He's got a lot of um, he's got a lot of podcast episodes and stuff like that. But he's the first one to say at the minute. He's like, I've been doing this for ten years, and you guys didn't even know about me. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And is yeah, yeah. that that thing there? Like, how how long does it take to become an overnight success? You know, however long it takes. You know, and it's like, and it's the same with, with business. It's the same with making money and all that kind of stuff. Is that you know you learn things as you go on to speed up the process and make things happen. There's a lot of failure behind you. You know, but that one thing then takes off or, or gives you the, the opportunity, gives you the options to to move in. And I know we're going off on, on a bit of a tangent here because um, we kind of just looked at, look, take time for you. Um, but yeah, the whole kind of point fits in as well. You know, it's just like, you know, I guess that kind of rant I was going on is like, look, don't don't complain about not getting results if you don't put in the work. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But it's like, look, if you are putting in the effort and you are getting results, make sure you take time for you. And I and I think it, again that it all fits in though because again if you have that you've got that desire say you want the, the desire is a hark on keep going about this timber so the desire is the four hour work week so once you put a plan in place and you start working your backwards and back and say and yet you say right yeah no I'm willing to put in that effort okay so then it comes down to what do you need to do this week or what do you need to do today to start this going but when you've done that. Don't carry on. Take time out because otherwise you'll burn yourself out. And again, I like, and I know it's difficult when you're foot. Yeah, when you're young, you've got loads and loads of energy. It's difficult to think that way. 
and maybe you don't need as much time. But the point is, as you say, right, I need to, I've got six things I need to do today to set this, to start the ball rolling, blah, 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 blah. Once they're done, they're done. And you think, right, now don't worry about the rest of the stuff because that's tomorrow's stuff. I think it was Napoleon Hill. I think it was Napoleon Hill, or one of the guys always said that um, do today's, do today, today's task you set yourself, but don't do tomorrow's task today because they're tomorrow's task. They'll, they'll take care of themselves. Um, just now you just work on what you've got to do today. At the end of it, yeah, I'm going to take some time out. And that time out is doing something enjoyable that switches your brain off, well, to a certain extent, uh, but, but gets you to be able to sleep. Because again, the whole sleep thing, people realize how important sleep is now far more than they ever did, you know? And so it's the whole thing of winding down, being able to give yourself time to sleep instead of just laying awake all night thinking, what I got to do tomorrow? And then, and again, this is where I think, it, you know, discipline gives you freedom. If you have the discipline to plan out your days, so right, this is this is when I end. I end my day here. I start tomorrow there. In between time, I'm I have the discipline not to pick up a spreadsheet or not to look at something or not to look at anything work related because that's me time time for family or whatever uh, time to enjoy myself to do what I want and for a bit of sleep so I can come back to tomorrow and be ready to go again. And I think that's where that that the discipline gives you that freedom to be able to do that. Otherwise. And I know I've done this in the past. You just end up faffling around, playing around until 10 at night, um, messing about with this and just trying to get this right. And then all of a sudden you think, what have I just done? It's a waste of an evening because you haven't really done a decent job because you have your brain hasn't been up to it. I think it's great. I mean, that, we touched on it last week as well. We've, we've been banging on about this for however long we've been doing the podcast where we've said, look, working blocks. So it's like, yeah, look, you, yeah. you set your day out and that block is for that one task or those yeah. smaller tasks. Right? Yeah, but yeah. You Collection, know yeah. what exactly they are. You know, you get on to do them. But that time has been allocated for that. And, you know, there there is a bit of trial and error to begin with because you think you can do a, a hundred things more than what you can actually do in that time. <laughs> always, you know? always. But the whole point there is that, okay, once it's done, it's done. You know, you, you can move on, on to the next one and that. But the good thing is with that, what, what I really feel happens is that you don't rush the time. Uh, yeah. So I, I think so many people like when when they have a long to do list and they're trying to do stuff, they they're just trying to get through the list, you know. Yeah. And then it's like, okay, do this, do that, that that's done, you know. Yeah. And you know, I it, it, different terminology in in different places, but you know, you kind of get that you know, that kind of phrase of, of that will do. And and yeah. it's like sometimes you know that that will do when it's just like because it's done, it's done, rather than you know it's done and it's good or it's done and it's exactly what we need. It's just done, you know, it's kind of just, you know, done for, you know, and especially if you're in, in business and stuff like that, you may have staff do that, that they kind of fudge numbers. There's a listen to a story, actually, that there's a big, um, you've got the U.S. bank, you know, so, so the bank bank in America, they, um, they've got in trouble recently because the staff members were, were opening up fake accounts just so they could hit their targets and stuff like that. And it's oh. like, it this happened like so many years ago as well in a different bank. But it's like, like that there is like, what's the real incentive? Like just cheating to get stuff done just for it being done. We're actually doing something that needs to be done because it's, it's the higher purpose to actually get stuff done. Yeah. You know, there, yeah. I think there's so, so many levels on there, but um, mate, you know, that, that thing like you, you said as well, like taking time out for you, right. Just to kind of reset, just to do things right. This moves on to the second thing that I want to talk about because I do this. 
Now, as I said about obviously TV, you know, even some like trash TV, if it's late on a night, I watch that before I go to bed just to switch off, right? But there, there's times where I take for myself, I get caught up in this whole kind of YouTube cycle. So I go onto YouTube and I watch a video and all of a sudden an hour's gone or anything. Yeah. But it's like I've taken that time for me, right? And there's, a, there's usually kind of three sections that, that I will ever kind of watch, right? So the first one is... um. business personal development you know that that kind of stuff any of the kind of you know i, I say gurus as if like you know you, you, is it the kind of bad thing you know bit being a guru but the gurus it, the people i look up to as being my, my kind of online advisors mentors whatever it is you know it is like those kind of people that that are way ahead of me that um you know i learn from now you got you got that side the other side is to do with kind of motivation mainly around kind of workouts and stuff like that But yeah. the third, the third area, which is like that kind of, um, you know, uh, I forget the word word I'm looking for now, but that um, the the area that I kind of watch at is anything to do with things like conspiracies and stuff like that, right? If there's anything on on the Loch Ness monster or anything like that, I'm, I'm watching it, right? And this this is what what led me up to this clip that I watched today, right? Now, if you listen to the podcast, you're just like, this is going to go left field, right? Just listen <laughs> because it's going to come back to a real, you know, business lesson. So I saw this clip and it was uh, Joe Rogan. I don't know if you ever listened to the kind of Joe Rogan podcast, um, but it, I, I rate him. I love him because he, any conversation he has with people, he gets into those levels of sophistication. Okay. So he's not like, I think this, you have to think my way or because you said it is true. It's like, let's get into this. And what about that? And, you know, it really gets into it. So he's interviewing this guy, uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson. I don't think you've ever come across him. He's like an astrophysicist. Um, okay. All kinds of awards. And I think he gets into a bit of that kind of um, motivational kind of speeches and, and stuff like that as well. But anyway, they're talking about UFOs. Right. Right. So there's, there's this video from so long ago of this thing called the Tic Tac. And it's like a bit of a... Um, a bit of some kind of like drone or something like that over the sea somewhere and it's flashing around and people are just like, we've got no clue what it is. Right. So there's a little clip of it and stuff like that. So anyway, they start discussing this and this uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson, astrophysicist, he's like, look, the way that has been framed as in the, the, what the people are saying makes you think that it's something out of this world. He said, because they say, look, you know, this... um whatever this this um craft was or whatever it is that we picked up it shot across at this amount of you know th this speed it dropped at at this in in like one second and it's like you couldn't see that with the naked eye so it's like this is actually picking up from their sensors right and he's like the way if they would have framed it if they would have said our sensors say this craft did this automatically you're going to go towards are your sensors all right did you test it how do you yeah yeah yes. right? rather than you know you've because you couldn't see it with the naked eye moving at this pace and everything like that anyway you know this moves on then to another story so this negrass he's basically saying look you need to think of it like this and he says um going back tens of years ago all these different observation towers around the world They're all looking at the planets, the solar system, everything like that. He said, and they start to see that one planet is is moving slightly, right? And they're just like, this is really strange. And they go, okay, look, it's the gravity from Pluto um, or, or somewhere else, and this is happening. 
and then something else is, is moving a bit off course and that's the gravity from somewhere else and anyway it comes up that they're just like there's a planet somewhere planet x we don't know what it is but the gravity pull is making these planets move and everything like that and mate, hundreds of people are all looking at this stuff over years trying to figure out where's this planet like you know are we in danger anything's going on and um this guy comes in and he he's now ahead of it he's now the head of whatever's going on you know and he says look give me all the logs you know i'm, I'm gonna have a look at this so anyway he starts going through all these logs And he notices within one of these observation towers, they've had some work done on whatever kind of equipment it is that they're using, right? Some kind of mechanical change. And he's looking at it and he's just like, we start seeing differences from this mechanical change. Uh -huh. As soon as this mechanical change happened in this one place, it's knocked out all the different readings of all the other places. Uh, okay. yeah. He's like, if I take this log out and I just take all these other logs, Right, and I go through all these, and that's what he does. And he's just like, the planets have never moved. Yeah, you know, they've never gone off course of where they're meant to be. It's what our data was wrong. Mm. And what he was saying is like, look, you're trusting off of the data, but what happens there is like, your what your conclusion is is only as good as what the data is reporting. And yeah. this is why this is why I'm saying it to you because I know you love the whole kind of measurement thing. Yeah. And we talk a lot about data and we talk a lot about, you know, analytics and getting your data and, and being able to analyze that and make decisions and stuff. But it actually comes back to look, what is it you're actually recording? Because if you're recording stuff that doesn't matter or you're recording the wrong, you know, matters, then whatever data you've got in front of you, whatever you're basing your decision off of, is leading you totally down the wrong way. Yeah. And Absolutely. The, yeah. the same as well as if like you listen to the wrong people. So you yeah. get, get people in, they say, oh, you know, because of these numbers, you need to be going off on there. You need to be going off on there. But if they don't have the full picture, or if they don't know that something's changed, or they don't know that something's happening in a certain way because there's a reason, then, you know, the data is just pointless. And I, and I think there's a really interesting point that comes out from that, isn't it? Is that trusting in the data is, is really interesting because um there's so many opinions and you just talk about general opinion so many opinions of people are formed because they read something on google or they saw something on tiktok would you believe or facebook and this guy obviously didn't just look at one log he verified it. he then went to look at something else and he went across referred is this right is this right is this happening how is that and so you're cross-checking the data so you're not just saying if someone comes to you say yeah um These, these are, this is our sales figures this month. These are our sales figures this month. So, okay. Um, and this is our conversion rate. And, and it, it and it, if you get it for the first time, you need to think, well, is it? One person's told you that. So then you go and check all the, you know, check stuff to say if this is absolutely right, which could verify the data is absolutely correct. You think, right, okay, I can trust what I'm hearing. But, but, so many times you, 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 the data could be off slightly um, just by a, 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 um, a, a change in something or other. I remember doing a course years ago uh, when I used to work in, the, in IT, and it was years ago, and it was called, um, it was to do with systems analysis. I can't remember the actual cor the, the course. Um, I can't remember the actual name of the course, but it's really interesting. Um, and it's all about, analyzing problems it's problem analysis basically and one example we had um we had to try and think through was that 
car manufacturing plant. And they had, and I, 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 I got a feeling it was based on fear at the time or something like that. And there were spraying machines that were spraying the roofs of the, of the cars. And the spray was absolutely perfect each time the roofs come in. And then it started a bubble for no reason. Couldn't work out what it was. And they couldn't work out that the, the roof, the, the cars after a certain time, period, day, whatever, came out. And, the, and there were slight bubbles on the, on, the, on, on the paint and they couldn't work out what it was. So they, they were checking everything. Was it the... Yeah, was it the lacquer on the roof before it was sprayed? Was it the undercoat? Blah blah blah. What happened to the machine? Was it checked? What you know, what had been done? What this, and and they checked virtually everything they could, and at the end of it, they couldn't understand what it was, and and um, everything they're trying to correlate with this data, but what they didn't actually correlate. One thing they didn't do was the temperature at the time, and it was the temperature at the time. The weather had changed. Become I think it become more uh it had changed and it was wetter than normal. And just that, the weather that was coming, the, the humidity that was coming through the plant changed the way that this, the paint laid onto the roof. And it was one person on the, I, I can't remember, it was, it, was, it was something simple, like one person looked at, at, a, at a, a thermometer, you know, they had a thermometer in the factory one day, and just noticed it was different. And it was either lower or, or humidity, I can't remember, lower or high. And it was just that one thing. And it's the thing they had to take into account. So when you want to trust in the data, you really have to know. And once they, fi once they fixed it by putting seals around the doors and things like this so that they could they didn't get the humidity coming into them, it was fine again. And it's just getting that data right. You know, someone says, um, you know, someone comes up with something, oh, I read this on Google, oh, look at this, it's terrible. Hang on a minute. Have you checked that with somewhere else? Yeah. Can you verify that? And it's that the data has to be verified until we know it's trustworthy. Then we can trust the data. But until that point, yeah, it could be giving you any kind of readings, and 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 then people will believe them. Say, oh yeah, you know, look at look what's happened here, and um, yeah. So it it, it really is interesting. And this this whole course took us through. When you're analysing a problem, you've got to look at every piece of information you can, even if when you think, even when you think that something wouldn't make any difference at all, check it out to see if it changed. And and this correlation was that on that particular day when they noticed this paint was starting to bubble, was just something that changed. I think either it could have been something the the weather changed and a door seal wasn't right because this fact obviously when you spray you have the more you have a kind of sealed environment. And I think that was. Anyway, that's a long time ago. No, but that that, just that, that, that's awesome because I'm even thinking now, like even just, you know, we take it into marketing. You could take it in into copy and stuff like that as well. Is that, you know, if we've got, say, a page and we, we've got a whole process working really well, like a whole funnel, you know, a whole system working, and we've got a page that we know converts, right? We want to look to try and increase that conversion rate. Mm. But we don't go in there and just go, okay, let's put a new page in. No, because you know, no. that would kill it off, right? But what we do there is we go, okay, look, this button's blue. If we changed it to That's green, yeah. what what happens then? What's the impact? Yeah, you know, and it's okay. We've got this word here. Well, if we change that one word, or if we, you know, take our head in and we we change it by you know minus two fonts. Yeah, you know, does this make an impact? And we change one thing at a time to to get yeah. it. And it is it is a yeah. scientific experiment, like where yeah. you know, you're getting that data in, and you may even get to a point where you go, yeah, okay, actually, do you know what? If we if we um, decrease the the size of, of our header, 
you know, and we've got the green button now, we've got worse results than as if we had, you know, the normal header and the green button, but the green button is still better than the blue button and stuff like that. Yeah. Right? And, yeah. It, and it's like, we, we get into that to go, okay, look, it, it, it makes sense to do it. And it's, I, I think that the big thing there as well is, you know, with, with all the stuff we spoke about, I think probably the, the big takeaway from, from the marketing point of view is like, look, if you, if you're working on getting something working or something is working, keep it working, right? Mm. Start adding stuff onto it or around it and building different things, but keep on that thing. I, I see it so many times, like like even now, like you mentioned TikTok. I mean, how many people over the years now, over the last year have gone, I'm ditching LinkedIn to go over to TikTok. You yeah, know? yeah. Or I'm not going to do this blogging anymore because I've got TikTok and it's like, right, okay, the, the other stuff was paying you money right or the other stuff was bringing you customers in you've just ditched that now to go and start again start from zero basically you know over on a new platform to try and pull people off and then you get six months down the line and it's just not working you know or you know do you know what even even deeper how many people do you see that look to grow their business right and they they look to jump steps so it could be that okay look you know this is a perfect example right how many graphics the uh, graphic designers, right? G- going back a couple of years ago, were self-employed that are now employed, right? Mm-hmm. It, it's quite a, it's quite a big number, right? And the reason for it is, I know a, a lot of them. The prices went up because they, they would start off doing small jobs, and they would be getting money in, and then someone would convince them that they need to grow their business, right? So they need to be taking on bigger projects and stuff like that. Well, they couldn't get the bigger projects, mm. but they stopped doing the smaller work. So they yeah. ran out of money. They ran out of cash flow to keep them going mm. because they're trying to chase the bigger work and deal with what it is, you know? And that there goes across all different kind of levels of business is that you still have to keep the money coming in before you get to the next level. Once you get to the next level, you're on that level then. Yeah. And do you know, there's something that comes out of that, um, really comes out. There's something I, I, I've always maintained that, you know, so when you run a business, when you start a business and, you, and you're selling a service or a product, you're serving the customer, okay? If the customer doesn't want what you have to offer, it's not you, – you have to change your offer to, because you're serving – the whole point is so, – so running a business is always you, a service-related type approach. You create a product, great, but if, that's, if it doesn't fill any kind of value for anybody, no one's going to buy it. So you think you've been the best product in the world. So it's all about giving service, okay? So going back to your analogy there with the, with the, with the uh, designers, um, the graphic designers. So they were offering a service to people that people wanted, okay? So people really loved this service, yeah, and they were they were selling it. But because of they saying, right, but I want to I, I want to now chase the money and stop serving people because now it's, you've, you've changed your reflection. You're now thinking. Oh, I'm serving all these people, but I'm not making enough money. I want to chase the money. Your emphasis changes. And now because you're not serving, you don't get anywhere, especially if you drop the product that we're serving people. Because people are going to say, well, you're not serving my needs anymore. I'll go to someone who, who can. So you lose your customer base that were quite loyal to you because they've gone to someone else who's probably offering maybe even inferior service to you, but it's closer to their needs. And you're saying, I've got this brand new product. I've got, yeah, so here's, here was this, I, I had this Mini Cooper or a BMW Mini nowadays, and now I've got this Rolls Royce. And people said, but I don't want a Rolls Royce. 
I love the I love the BMW Mini. Oh, yeah, yeah, but 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 this is better value. Not to me, it isn't, and that's the whole point. It's better value isn't what you think is better value. Is you've got to go and test the market and say to them, look, we're we're selling you BMW Minis at the moment, but do you fancy Audi A5s? And this beyond, you know, not quite Rolls Royce. They say, yeah, actually, that would brilliant. So you now start selling a different product, and then eventually one might say, you know, I really fancy a Rolls Royce. Bang, there's your there's your product. You think, right, okay, here you go. All bells and whistles, you know. And and too many people just jump without, like you said, they they jump and they, but they're not only jump, but they drop what they were doing before. And instead of saying, hang on, let's test the market. So these going back to the graphic designers, let's test the market. If we offer this as well as what we're doing, how many people will be enticed to go from, you know, that looks better value for me and more about what I need. Um, and 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 move and make that transition. Um, yeah, suddenly say we've got this, but now we've got this. Do you want it or not? Would, would is this something you'd like? Or even better, ask them in the first place. Okay, we've got this. You love this product, but what don't you like about it? And what could we improve? And so many business owners don't do that because they think that oh my god, you're going to lose all the customers. And in fact, that's the best thing to do. You ask your, your existing customers who are already paying you money, what better can we give you? Bang, and, and, and you're, and that, you're that service there, related. That, that there is business growth, right? I mean, that, yes. that's how you look exactly. at yeah. right? business growth, right? And do you know what, man? Not not picking on graphic designers and stuff like that. It's just, no, 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 sorry. I, I know several that that's happened to, right? But, okay. it, but, but you look across different sectors and it's exactly the same. Now, I know that the past few years have been different you know, we've never seen that before and stuff like that. And a lot of people, you know, had to set up businesses and stuff like that. It took the the, the time to set up a business um, during that time to, you know, make some money to help people and actually maybe follow the dream that they had. But, you know, they they got to the point where they're either frustrated or, yeah. you know, someone's been in there, you know, telling them, you know, they, they need to be growing and stuff like that. Don't, you know, don't exchange your, your time for money. You know, don't, you know, you, yeah, you, yeah. you can't take a holiday, you don't have a business kind of thing, right? But the whole point there is that you, if you look to skip steps, you're, you're going to struggle, right? If you're going to move into that kind of area, so like like that whole kind of thing of you know you've got that that kind of um, you know you've now moved into the a, uh, Audi the A5 kind of market, right? And you're you know that you can serve the the Rolls Royce people, right? You still focus, but you establish yourself in that market. And you establish yourself until you build up that way where you can actually deal with a Rolls Royce client, mm. you know. But in that time, you're still moving along with the Audi A5. Everything's mm. fine. But yeah, that they just do that drop, you know, that that drop to yeah, me. That yeah, where it's just I'm like you're start you're starting from zero. You're not you're not starting from a new level. You're, no. you're starting from zero. Where you know, if you actually establish yourself, you're starting from a new level. So yeah. you already bring that credibility across. Because you, you're yeah. establishing yourself over time, but yeah, I mean, I'm, we we know plenty of coaches and stuff like that, that have done exactly the same. You know, where they've struggled, you know, to to kind of get to that that kind of level, they've jumped. You know, that's we we, we spoke about this on a podcast before, where the the kind of advice that is usually told out there is up your prices, right? And we've said yes, you know, most people are undercharging, you know, or they're trying to add too much in to to you know what they're they're serving people with, but once you start upping your money. You stop up and you start up in the level, and the different levels of sophistication and different outcomes that are required, yeah, require a different skill set. And if you don't have that, 
you're yeah. going to find that, that you're going to lose quite quickly because you yeah. can't deliver on what it is you're, you're trying to deliver on. And that, mate, that there is what's wrong with the coaching, marketing, personal development world that, that's out there is there'll be people who have watched the course, read a book, and are now teaching it. But they've only took a fraction of that book and they've interpreted how they think that that is, is right. And now they're giving it. I, I, I'm not even going to get into this rant, but I see it all the time. You yeah. get onto social media and people are giving out advice and you're looking at it, you're just like, that's poor advice, you know, that's or that's that's only a fraction of it. Mm. You know, the bigger picture is actually this, you know, and, and yeah. it's like, okay, you know, it's like, yeah. Anyway, we won't get into that <laughs> kind of rant. What I do, mate, just to, to flip my my kind of way as well. Um do you know what actually you were talking in then and I was thinking that there was I can remember talking with this person a little while back. And you're usually the mindset person. Right? I didn't yeah. get into that, into that. But some someone was struggling to, to make the money that they wanted to make, right? And they kept, every time, you know, I spoke with them, it was, need to make X amount of money. Yeah. Right? Or I, I need X amount of clients, right? And it was always like, bang, 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 money, clients, money, clients. And I was just like, how about you switch it and just say, next month, I need to help three people you know, free of this type of people, you're, the people who you serve, mm. achieve what it is that you provide. Mm. Just just like that, mate, I think yeah. that's happened. And it's yeah, like, change. It's totally just changed. by that, that, that switch where it's just like, you are serving, you're not just trying to... And, and that's the difference. You can still be serving and making money. I'm not saying do everything for, for free or a low cost, but I'm saying is that instead of money being the main objective, which, yeah, of course, you want to keep your business afloat, and we all want to make more profits, so we all want to make you know it more turnover, more profits, and that's a given. Otherwise, you wouldn't be in business. Uh, you wouldn't go into business. But when you change that thinking to say, "Hang on, how better can I help somebody? What, what more can I give them that they want?" That's the point. Is that you can you can put all sorts of bells and whistles onto something, but if your customer says, "Yeah, but I don't care because I'm not going to press that button or I'm not going to blow that whistle," um, it's, it's pointless. So going to them and says. But when you go to them and say to them, okay, we've got this product, really works for it. What extra would you like? Um, and they go, oh, I'd love to have this and this and this. Well, okay, we can do that. It'll probably have, there'll probably be a, a bit more of cost. Than that. And say, yeah, no, but if I have it, I love it. So you're growing, you're making more income from the same customer and you're in service. That's the whole point. You're serving that customer's needs better and they're paying you for it because it's, money is a medium of exchange. So you're exchanging yeah. extra value to them and they're exchanging their money for you to back to you. So it's, there you go. And that, that's, a, I mean, we've done so many episodes on, on your offers and stuff like that. And I think we'll, we'll probably do more, you know, yeah, I'm sure. but, but that, that there, mate, it's just so right. Isn't it? Look, you, you're being paid. It's a value exchange, the value that you're giving someone the way yeah. how you can help them. And we've spoke about this before with, with upsells. A lot of people shy away from upsells because they think, you know, they're trying to sell more to that person. They're trying to take more money off that person. But if you just reframe it in a way where you just say, okay, look, there is additional help that you can have to yeah, make your, yeah. your journey quicker, you know, um, you know, better, more comfortable, you know, safer, whatever it is, you know, it's additional then that they can go, okay, this makes sense. You know, I want to add that on. And so there's so many things like that. I think, mate, do you know what? I think we've been quite, quite some time on this one. Yeah, I'm gonna tell tell a quick little story, and and then you know I'll, I'll let you kind of you know take some bullet points of the whole kind of um, episode, and you can tell us what the next episode is going to be about. 
you know. Um, but g- going back to that whole kind of thing you said about who you take, um, who you listen to, you know, what kind of data you, you take stuff from. I, I mentioned this story on on the podcast before, but I think it's, it's such a great story. It's worth listening to again. And it's that you've got this family, they sit down to dinner and um, they, they've got this lamb, you know, we, we can say it's a vegan kind of lamb as well, not to, you know, upset anyone. Right? We've, we've, <laughs> yeah. got, we've got this lamb and the ends are cut off. Right. And the, 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 the man turns, turns around to, to the woman. And he says, um, he said, why, why do you cut the, the ends off the lamb anyway? I've been meaning to ask you. And she just said, oh, my, um, my, my mother always did it like that. And he said, oh, well, why? let's find out why. Let's phone, phone your mother. So, so they phone the mother and they say, oh, you know, you know, when you cut the lamb and everything like that, you cut the ends off before you cook it and everything, right? Like, why is that? And she says, oh, my mum always did it that way. And they're just like, okay, let, let's phone grandma, let's ask her, you know? Mm. And um, they phone grandma and they say, look, when you cook the lamb, you cut the ends off before you cook it, right? She's like, yeah, like, why do you do that? So I've never had a big enough tray. <laughs> and it's like, and it's like that there. It's like, you know, you're doing things now because of, you know, a way that you've been taught or a way that has been freeing to you. But actually, it, you know, you could be doing it a different way that is better, that actually has a better outcome just by changing or tweaking or, you know, being able to do something which is now available that, that wasn't available before. Yeah, amazing. It's, and, and I think that's that's the thing, isn't it? We just, we, like you say, we just, we go, through, we, we do things because that's the way it's always been done. And sometimes you think, yeah, well, that's, yeah, that was then. The market's changed. People, people need to so all sorts. So technology, everything. So why are we still doing it that way? And why, why, why can't we invest in a bigger trade? Let's buy bigger trades. Yeah, oh, no, yeah. that's it. And that's exactly like you said. You you put that into today's market, and we've spoke about it before. Buying habits have changed. Attention has changed. Technology's changed. You can use all this to your advantage. If you're doing stuff that you know was working three years ago, it's probably not working now. Or it's evolved in a way where it's working even better. If it, if you adapt, it's going to work even better for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, absolutely right. Yeah, I like that. I do like that story. It's good. <laughs> yeah, really good. I will. Mate, I'll hand it back to you. Let's recap this um, this episode, and then obviously we'll be back next week to to do it all again. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, it's been good. It's been really good. We've uh, we've we've talked a lot about different things. But I think so for me, the things that have come out is that um, you know thinking about you know going back to the data. That story you have with the data is trusting the data, but make sure you verify the data before you plump on plump to trust it okay i'll trust this source once i know everything about it and like you said with the with, you know with the observatories where they realized that they just tinker with something and also the whole it was putting it it was changing all the data so definitely measurements measure measure your progress like we said before i kind of uh, onto that with me but measure the things that you need to measure the right things and take into account everything that can affect something and um so verifying the data measuring and i think again the thing we came on to the end of it is um was there's one other is think of service and not chasing the money and it doesn't it could almost be the same thing you can almost be doing the same actions but you change your mindset from i'm not chasing the money i'm understanding the the value i can the better the, the higher value i can give people who might be willing to exchange you know their sort of money for it and then that lovely thing about buy bigger trades. I like that story. Yeah, don't always do it the way it's been done for years and years because, you know, 
everything. Our technology is changing, still changing at such a pace. Um, processes, software that's available, people skills, everything. Um, so just keep evaluating what you do and work out why you're doing it. And yeah, I know you talked a bit briefly, you know, just alluded to it a bit earlier, Nick. Why are you, why are you still doing this? Why are we still using this size tray? Why are we still cutting the ends off the lamp? Um, and instead of just doing it, and you know, one person, the the, the husband sort of saying, "Why?" Just asking that question. That's such a, I think that's really that's good. A, that's such a good, a good question, isn't it? Why? Yeah. Why? Why? Brilliant. Yeah, and I, I don't know. Don't know what we'll do next week. I'm sure that next week we'll come along and we'll just bit record and go for it again. So I don't know, but uh, I, I probably it'll probably something to do with the uh, with the whole burnout life health balance again because work health balance. Sorry, because I you know I, I'm a bit of a crusader on that now from you know the events I've had. But I think it's really really important for so many people. Yeah, d- definitely. I think I, I know we, we've had a conversation before where we talked about burnout at different levels in business. So I think maybe that's something we we can yeah I think look at because yeah, you can know. You know, a, a lot of people look to grow and they look to bring people in to support them, but they right. end up being more burnt out by doing yeah. that, you know, yeah. than what they were before. And then even you get to a level where maybe you're the owner and or you're a director and you're you're caught up in, in everything. So I think that would yeah. be good to talk about, you know, and, and I'm sure we'll get into, you know, a few stories and a few questions why. On Definitely. Do. I so, think next week we'll talk about that, that whole growth and burnout and, and yeah, there's a there's a money thing I can talk about that as well because I think that's really 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 useful to do. Yeah. Okay, man. That's what let's, we'll do. Let's do that. So look, as yeah. always, mate, it's been a pleasure. Indeed, it has. It's been great. It's been really we'll good. See you next time. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Cheers, Cheers and Yeah. Bye bye.